your martial arts movie podcast. Ha-ha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble! And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now... You know, baby. Fists of fail. Did you freeze? No. Did I freeze? Oh. No, I just, I'm just dreading today's episode. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> dreading it so much. We had the opportunity to talk about this movie, or maybe one movie, uh, the first one at least, uh, last year for Halloween. I decided it's not a good candidate because the movie's fucking awful and the fighting's not very good. But then you watched the first one, uh, and you were like, "Yeah, maybe it's not so bad." So uh, today we're talking about Twin Effects, and and not only are we talking about Twin Effects, we're talking about Twin Effects Two. Well, <laughs> we, we we can we can lightly get into Twin Effects Two because it's not really it's not really like a horror movie. I I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be a direct sequel, but it is only a sequel by name, and by bringing back all the actors. Yeah. Why are we doing this? Why are we covering these <laughs> because movies? Because it's Halloween! This, oh, spooky movie! Look, oh, you're sp- even dressed up for it. You're, oh, yeah, you're a big pumpkin. Yellow. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm very orange today. I don't know. <laughs> I just felt like wearing this. Uh, coinc- oh, no, yeah, I totally planned this. Uh, oh, you're also wearing headphones. I am wearing I headphones like, today. Like, Something's off about you. <laughs> <laughs> Works with this head shape. Uh, all right, so Twin Effects. For the, those of you who don't know, the, the first movie, at least, uh, the, the alternative title is Vampire Effect. And the reason why it's called Twin Effects is because the lead actresses, the two of them, uh, Charlene, Charlene Choi and Gillian Chung, they are make the Kanto group twins. Twins, I think. Plural. Yeah. Um, they were like really popular in the early, early 2000s in Hong Kong. I didn't listen to them, but apparently... Uh, apparently, according to my sister, who is a little bit older than me, and she's really big into Hong Kong everything, uh, that was like actually my generation. Had I been a fan of Canto Pop, which I'm, I've never been <laughs> in my entire life. So going into this movie, uh, I was trying to read into like maybe try, try to find some history and and try to find some reviews. And there's a lot of people who have like fond memories of this movie and that's because they grew up with it and they have a lot of nostalgia so i kind of want to be that guy but like well you're wrong because this movie's fucking horrible (laughs) no it's not i mean it is but i wouldn't say it's fucking horrible the second movie is well oh my god it's like it's a crime against humanity (laughs) (laughs) well uh we'll we'll primarily talk about the first movie because yes it's probably the one stands out the better for our format there's a little bit it's a little more grounded um and i think it's just i mean i, I won't i won't i i think i will agree with you here like the first movie is a better film right yeah. like it's, i mean it's, it, when you only have these two movies to watch <laughs> in hell you know you would be so lucky to get the first movie yeah well i still have a lot to complain about for mm-hmm. twin effects one uh mostly because i i did watch this a long time ago. In fact, I have the DVD. I have the physical DVD of this movie when we. Why? Uh, because I was <laughs> you really. You hate it, and you have the DVD. <laughs> no, I bought it. I bought it thinking, oh, this is interesting. It has 
it's it's co-directed by Dante Lamb, who I didn't know at the time who that was, uh, and also mm-hmm. Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen was yeah. like you know like up and coming. Donnie Yen uh, did and, the action direction for this movie, mm-hmm. and also uh, Kenji Tanagaki mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. as well, who is more well known now for the uh, Roroni Kenshin films. Yeah, I feel like some of that shows in the movie, some of it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> well, okay. Well, I mean the the whole driver of this movie is to be a selling like it basically just advertise twins uh uh, charlene Choi and jillian chung are the lead actresses in this movie we also have two other uh pop idols in the hong kong sphere who are in this movie uh ekin cheng and edison cheng ekin chen and edison cheng with the g oh right yeah they're (laughs) they're all canto pop stars uh music i didn't know that okay yeah yeah, Edison Chang, I, I've known for a very long time. He's he's been in, he was in the game for a very long time up to that point. So he's like a very distinct. He looked face. he looked like like a pop idol. I was assuming, mm-hmm. but Ekin Chang, uh, if if you didn't tell me that, I would have assumed he was just uh, an unknown martial arts actor because I thought he did the. I thought his fight scenes were the best ones in the film. Actually, Ekin Ekin, <laughs> not to be confused with Ekin, who evolves into Arbok. <laughs> is uh the love interest of charlene Choi in the movie edison is gillian cheng's a uh, chung's fucking hell I, i'm a disgrace to chinese people they're they're the same <laughs> person in this movie to me like, yeah you're right, you're ho- right. holy crap uh, for a movie that's supposed to be selling you these these twins these canto pop stars they make them incredibly unlikable i don't i don't understand and i was looking through some of the reviews mm-hmm. and some of the people were saying oh i i i i love them they're so cute they're so cute in this movie and uh, they were and in, they were insufferable they were yeah. The, they yeah. like i i liked some of the some of the fighting in the end and but the whole time i wanted them to die because i hated <laughs> them <laughs> Gillian Chung, I feel like, is a lot more reserved uh, in both movies. She's a lot more of the playing up the comic foible character, a comic relief character, similar to Charlene Choi. Uh, Charlene Choi is terrible in both movies. Holy she, she is so annoying. Her scream yeah. is the stuff of looping nightmares. Yeah, well, it's looping because she does it like four times in a row. It's like it's not funny. It's just fucking aggravating to hear I guess that. It's a, I guess it's supposed to be cute, like like oh, this is a cute girl being annoying, and that's what's adorable about it. But it was grating because when yeah. they, I think when they introduce introduce her early on, uh, both both characters, yeah. she won't verbally say anything. She just complains by screaming. Yep. And oh boy, when you introduce your character like that. Oh, oh yeah. my God! What are you doing? Well, yeah, she she was just screaming about absolutely nothing, and it's like use your words. You're an mm-hmm. adult. Yeah. Use your words. Uh, I guess zero. This is a good time for you to learn um a old Chinese uh, idiom or Hong Kong slang. I guess not idiom. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Gongju Bang, which me- translates to princess syndrome, and that's like the best way to describe these two because they're very much in that um very much in that like uh, that kind of mindset it was like uh, they feel kind of entitled they're kind of like complainy and whiny mm-hmm. they're like they pout okay. a lot they're like they want they need to get what they no they need like they need to get what they want 
Um, right. So yeah, it, it kind of yeah, well, princess exactly. Like it kind of like <laughs> it's like embodies both their characters. I, I I'm kind of glad that Gillian Chung Jillian Chung's character in the second movie is a little bit more reserved. They like she actually plays a character. Charlie and Troy is just fucking annoying in both movies. <laughs> She's just fucking ir- like irritating. She's the worst. And yeah. she kind of is more of a main... I want to say the main character. Because maybe so. Because in the end, she's the one who has to defeat the, the, the final boss. So yeah. it's, it's almost mm-hmm. like she has the higher billing because mm, of that. Yeah, and I hated her more. So. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I think I hated her more in the second movie because of uh, not only her character, but because of what she does, I guess. Uh, her backstory, I guess, doesn't make her any more likable. Uh, but, oh, I guess we, we can talk about like what the stories are about because they're completely unrelated. Um, it's not like, you know, I, I can explain one and then it kind of leads into the other one. Um, yeah, because they're just sequel in name. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the first movie's about vampires. Uh, okay. Yeah. And then the second <laughs> well, movie... Oh, no, I guess we couldn't elaborate on the first movie. Yeah, so uh, so I wanted to mention, uh, it's kind of interesting because this is a, you know, Hong Kong film, mm-hmm. and it's about European vampires. Yeah. I don't recall any other Hong Kong films really doing that because, very famously, there's the Chinese jumping vampire, mm-hmm. and there's lots of those movies that came out uh, from Hong Kong. So to incorporate European vampires and not have the Chinese jumping vampires, I thought was, was an interesting creative choice. Yep. And it's funny because there's a line in the movie where one of the characters says, oh, there's European vamp. Those are European vampires. We don't usually have those in Asia. Mm, Almost like the movie line. has jumping vampires in it but we just never see him so, oh no yeah, that's was, a sequel that we confusing. don't we didn't get this movie yeah yeah uh, um yeah yeah uh, given that you there is a vampire like a western vampire subplot uh, well like that's the main plot i guess uh the main villain is a vampire and um and there's like this i guess both movies are about no, I guess there's really no real type to yeah, that. Okay, the, no the, the, fir- the first movie is just about um, there's an evil vampire who wants to kill other vampires in order to become a stronger vampire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds so, like a 13 year old wrote this. Yeah, so <laughs> there is a book called Day for Night, which is also <laughs> a filming tactic. Yes, <laughs> but yes, uh, so apparently the book has some sort of spell or secret that if you open it up, it it can make you, you know, walk around during the day. This vampire is killing vampire princes and taking their blood essence, which look like quail eggs for some reason. <laughs> and uh, what's his name? Uh, Edison Chen is one of the last vampire princes, so he has to protect the book. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because that is actually the main plot of the movie. But it's barely the plot of the movie because we spend so much more time with the romantic subplot, which is actually the main plot because it's longer. (laughs) I don't know if there's a disconnect because I I don't want to play this card because, you know, uh, I want to believe that like action movies can cater cater to, you know, regardless what gender, what, you know, uh, like age, race, whatever, you know, like there's like if you like a good action movie, you like a good action movie. But this movie is like. 
it feels like there's a, a line drawn in the sand where it's like, all right, we need we need something to like cater to the girls, right? So we have like a lot of you know the romance and you know like back and forth, and I'm like oh isn't it cute that you know they're behaving this way and there's like she's playing hard to get, uh, like a lot. We spent a lot of time with the characters trying to build up their relationships, literally their relationships, yeah. and then all of a sudden there's fighting. <laughs> it's like well, it's, it's like kind a of hard weird cut. because we spend a lot of time with these characters. And we still don't like them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Usually when you spend so much time with somebody, it's it's you know, it's kind of a good thing, right? So that yep. when they fight later, you care about them. You want them to triumph. And the whole time, again, I was just rooting for her to lose. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'll give you that. That's where the first movie, I mean, I wouldn't say excels, but it, it does it better than the second movie because there's literally a fight that happens in the second movie uh with donnie donnie yen's actually in the movie and it's like oh this should be awesome but this has no bearing on the story and no. it came out of fucking nowhere so i don't right. give a shit <laughs> <laughs> so we should we should mention uh there's a surprise cameo in both movies mm-hmm. from the same actor although it's not really a surprise because he's heavily advertised <laughs> the dvd covers and in the trailer mm-hmm. uh jackie chan makes a very extended cameo in the first movie actually surprisingly yep that wedding scene uh him marrying uh is it Car- karen, karen mock yeah yeah goes on forever and we don't even like it cuts away from the main characters for so long i was like oh is this is this becoming its own thing did they just <laughs> take over the movie uh <sighs> It, it was set up in order for there to be payoff because apparently Jackie owes Charlene Choi later in the film, which I totally forgot was a thing. Like, he, honestly, we could have skipped that whole wedding scene. It wouldn't have mattered at all. It's like, oh, look, yeah, Jackie's yeah, in the she, movie. Who cares? She, yeah, like he, he appears again later and he helps them. Mm-hmm. But that could have that could have easily just been uh, like we didn't need that first scene. Like, yeah. She could have just mm-hmm. been like, hey, help me. But she literally calls him by name so because it because they met earlier yeah well and then jackie's uh, cameo in the second movie is makes even less sense no, it, it, just, it just shows up it just shows no, up no you know why he shows up don't you because because his son's in the movie <laughs> yes yes that is so the second film i believe is the first this is his uh, film b- debut, J.C. Chan. Yeah, is, is uh, J.C. Chan's uh, first film. I'm sure he, his dad was like, hey, let me help out. Or maybe somebody asked, like, you, you know, your son's in it. Why don't, you, why don't you help out? You know, get more, yeah. get more butts in the seats, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he has a very uninteresting fight with Donnie Yen. <laughs> the first time... They share they they fight on screen, I believe. And no, I think the Shanghai Knights they predate this. I mean, no, no, but Shanghai Knights is better in terms of oh, their yeah, fight. Oh yeah, much better. Yeah. Yeah. I think this might be their first time fighting on mm-hmm, screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this two thousand and three. I think. Oh. Two thousand four. Two thousand four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And well. Yeah. It's just like, like, uh, uh, yeah, like, yeah. Now let's 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 shoot a shot of you. <laughs> now let's shoot a shot of Donnie. <laughs> and the whole time in that fight, I was thinking, are they in the same room? Because sometimes it felt uh, yeah. like 
they were not fighting each other. You know, there's a lot of things wrong with that fight. There's a lot of things wrong. Like, um, why, why is it so boring? Well, Corey, why is there Corey so Yuen, much shit you know, in the room? Like action oh, directing that's, yeah, it. that's right. Corey Yuen, uh, uh, Corey Yuen, uh does the, the second, second movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, that's yep. right. That's right. Uh, I don't know. Uh, like, what happened? It, it's just a flat line. It, like, it's just not interesting. It's long. I think that's what it's it is. Long, it overstays its, its welcome, out. too. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. We, we can definitely dive into that even more. Um, I, I don't even know if I want to. But um, speaking of J.C. Chan, uh, I, I guess I'll, I'll come back to him in a second. But, Zero, I think you have the... I don't know if you could tell because you don't understand Cantonese. But uh, because I could understand Cantonese, I could... I was just, like, writhing with the first movie. I mean, it's not made better in the second movie, but I was just, like, writhing in my seat. I'm like, oh, my God. Neither of the actresses in the movie can act. They are so bad. Like, there are, like, all their line delivery is off. Like, they Mm -hmm. they can't, they have no intonation. They don't have the right intonations for certain things. Mm. Just, like, I'm, like, cringing in my seat. And I thought that was bad until we got to the second movie. And then J.C. Chan was on screen. Like, holy shit. You don't have any of the mojo that your dad has. Like, oh, no. None. Like, he is the worst thing about the second movie. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, <laughs> I can't pick up on acting. Um, I just thought they were annoying in both films. Oh, yeah. Um, with J.C. Chan, I, I mean, I couldn't tell. I just thought he was kind of flat. But also... All, all those characters are written horribly and so boring, so I couldn't tell if it was him or not. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, see, the, the thing is, like, okay, the, the second movie, I don't, can't, we can't barely classify that as a horror movie, so uh, maybe we'll talk about that lightly. The first movie, I guess, can kind of be considered a horror movie, ergo why we're doing this for <laughs> October. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean, yeah. vampires, yeah. Yeah, there's vampires. The, the horror there, element isn't that great, obviously. Yeah, yeah. There is nothing. This is like the most well-lit vampire movie <laughs> I've seen in a while. Um, I could definitely feel like the the Buffy the Vampire Slayer vibes off of this, especially oh, yeah. with the makeup that we applied on the, the vampires. Very much mm-hmm. taken from that kind of, like, inspired by that kind of thing minus yeah. the, and then the, the vampire death where they kind of explode to dust mm-hmm. and sparks i, I yeah. think buffy kind of made that famous so i think they're kind of copying that here then yeah. you, you can kind of feel some matrix influence oh, sometimes yeah. too there's like bullet time mm-hmm. everyone's either doing the crane or they're doing the trinity jump <laughs> uh yeah there's an entire sequence in the beginning of the movie where julian and Char- charlene are fighting and we get something like that can't tell if it's parody because the filmmaking isn't so great so i can't tell what they're trying to go for um but yeah uh i guess what what else do we want to cover before we dive into this shit heap (laughs) well we can just talk about the action in general right oh i'm 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 totally down with that i definitely don't i don't know (laughs) i don't know if there's enough for me to cover where uh, for us to cover where we can be like oh this i like this part i like that part Mm -hmm. um because there's well, yep. I was so I was just gonna say I generally like the action from the first movie. It's Donnie, mm-hmm. you know Donnie Yen. You can see him creeping in a lot of his modern action style stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of grappling going on, a lot of holds, a lot yeah, of clinches yeah. and throws. And then I like uh, Kenji Tanagaki's stuff. Um, mm-hmm. It 
there's like just a little just enough swordplay for me like to to mix things up because uh you know like fighting you know martial arts and vampires uh, i think like could have it, it's hard to make that work in a group setting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but when it turns into them just kind of swinging their swords around very fanciful at groups of vampires i think that kind of helps it look more interesting to me right um well <laughs> that was well, on the topic of the sword there's this uh they uh, yeah, kudos to the movie for being inventive and making um like a signature weapon that they have yeah. in the movie uh it's a sword it's a retractable sword <laughs> Uh, and on the other side of the sword, if you were to retract the sword, it's a grappling hook, I yeah, guess. Grappling hook, yeah. Yeah. One um, end is a grappling hook. One end is a blade. But the blade can also come out of the other end. So where does the grappling stuff? It doesn't. It's cool. It's a really. It's very video game logic, and yes. it looks cool. But don't don't try to logically it, think about it. Yeah, like, I, I I saw that. I'm like. Well, you know, when, when both sides are retracted, it just looks like one really long pepper shaker. And that's <laughs> what it is. I'm like, oh, this, that's all that thing is. Um, oh, man. Yeah, so they, they obviously utilize that uh, quite often in the movie. It's like they're, you know, they're the signature weapon of the vampire slayers in this movie. Um, okay, so I, I guess to dive a little bit more into the characters. Uh, God, I can't believe I'm doing this. Ekin Cheng. Ekin Chen is the... Is one of the princes, and he is uh, his. I guess his confidant. No, Edison Chen is the prince. No, no, Edison Cheng. Edison is the vampire slayer. I'm, I'm, no. I'm very certain of that. No, Edison Chen is Kaz Kazath, and he is the vampire prince. No, I think it's the other way. Oh, it doesn't matter. No, okay, so no. l- <laughs> I'm pretty sure, but okay. Nope. Nope. Hey, tell us if we're wrong. Okay. Tell us if I'm right, and tell us if Will's wrong. <laughs> Fine. It's same same size of the same coin. All right. Unless I unless IMDb is wrong because it has their faces and their names right here. So uh, Wikipedia. And also, I have I have my sister to back me up, and she was a big Canto Pops fan. Okay. She's not here okay. right now. So yeah, maybe maybe my uh, word against yours. IMDb is wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, it, it doesn't matter. Um, Right, so uh, Ekin Chen is the uh, one of the princes that has a confidant played by Anthony Wong, uh, who has a hey, very yeah he's in the movie just to disappear later in the film, right, uh, and right. Edison or the the vampire slayer uh, early in the movie his wife or whatever dies uh, fighting his the partner. vampire. It's it's his girlfriend. It's, it's, yeah. it's very obvious. <laughs> Um, she dies fighting the vampire lord um, in their first fight, and uh, it's it's okay. It, it, I I liked how it started. I mean, I don't know if you want to do this like the whole action breakdown thing, but like I, I for what it's worth, I'll just say that the first uh, the first the way that they set out start off the movie, I thought it, like it it started off strong and then it just kind of like devolved quickly into like really. Uh, like subpar action, I guess. Because when you start off, it's like, oh, this seems like a really good staging for like a, a horror film. Like not not in a done mass, no, not done masterfully, but like you know your typical uh, ways of doing a, a scary movie. It's like you know uh, 
Edison is walking down a corridor inside a train. It's really quiet. There's nothing there. Like he just sees uh, a bunch of like uh, like empty papers and blood all over the place. And he you know, he looks down the corridor. There's like a, there's a guy staring back at him. Like oh this is this is kind of nice. And it just like throws all the fucking horror elements out the window after that. Yeah, that's that's like the only time there might be horror like or yeah. even like a semblance of blood minus the fact that they need to drink it like that's it yeah yeah that's it's a shame i was like oh i like this there's like a, a little bit of like um thought behind this and then yeah <laughs> went out the window hey guys thanks for listening to the podcast we're at the point where we give our recommendations but there's a whole wealth of audio you would be listening to here if you follow us on patreon there, you can listen to the entire episode, including an exclusive action breakdown of the fights in the movie. And, but you can still support us by liking us on all the things and watch this and other episodes on YouTube with visual cues to accompany our discussion. And now on to our final thoughts. Zero, why so, do you... Why? Why, uh, why what? Why, why did you think this is a great good candidate for the show, though? I'm curious. Oh, because this is fun to shit on. <laughs> oh, okay, good, good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. no well i mean but really though mm-hmm. i i uh applaud what they were able to get out of these actresses mm-hmm. with the first movie especially because sure. you know it's donnie yen uh kenji tanagaki doing the choreography uh so uh i think why i appreciated the first movie a lot more now is you remember that other donnie yen action directed movie that we watched mm-hmm. the princess blade Remember how awful that choreography was with that Uh actress who could not do it? Yeah. uh Like, they had to keep on cutting to close-ups of her going like this, (laughs) and then they had to cut to wides of a male actor doing, like, all the the normal choreography stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was thinking about that. I was like, oh, man. Like, that movie, like, 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 this movie, thank God the actresses could at least do some you know some small amounts of choreography because yeah. in that movie like what a waste of just donnie yen action directing because like mm-hmm. that in that movie was was horrible that was that was a, a failed attempt at a a film for us to talk about yeah yeah i mean she i mean maybe she someone should have taught her the figure eight because uh, she couldn't even do that um, i think that's all she now that i think about it i think that's all she was probably doing <laughs> going like this the whole time um, okay, yeah, I, I mean, I, I completely understand that. I do think there is more there is more talent on display in the first movie. I'll definitely give you that. Um, I think the, the action in the first one is superior, well, pretty much in all fronts. Uh, I don't know if it's the subject matter, though, right? Because the, the, the second movie is not grounded in reality. It's like a wuxia film, kind of. Um, so it's all fa- it's, it's fantasy. Action... It's, I, I'm pretty sure it's just an Excalibur story, so it's just fantasy. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's like a, a take on that kind of story, and eh, like that because of that, the action is going to be a little bit more fanciful, like fantastical, and uh, you, you have to be going to in, going into that with the right mindset. But even on that front, I'm like I've seen much better. This is like bottom of the barrel kind of. <laughs> I don't uh, see court. anybody mention Twin Effects two like nowhere. <laughs> I, I think universally nobody likes that yeah. movie yeah yeah it, oh my i don't know i don't know man like it, according to some folks like i if you're grew up on twins you or you're like a, a rabid fan i mm. guess you would uh 
Like you'd be just have your nostalgia glasses, and you're like, "Oh, this movie's great! It's one of the classics." Right. Mm. Uh, but aside from that, yeah, the second the second movie, like I'm not as harsh on because of the fact it's just crap from beginning <laughs> to end. Whereas the first movie, I'm, like, I'm just more critical of it, and that's like why I get more upset with it. Especially since like I feel like it's a more competent movie altogether. Even though it's still fucking annoying. It's a very annoying movie experience for me. Uh, from the action standpoint, I think it has a lot more, uh, you know, like it, it has a lot that's good going with it. And then some parts where it's like, it's okay. Uh, like, uh, like overall, I th- I'd say like it's an okay action experience. Um, it's just we spend too much time with the characters, and these characters are fucking horrible. And that's why that's I don't know I, that's why I hate I hate I hate both these movies. <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about them though because uh, I, I remember watching it as like a, a fourteen year old, fifteen year old. And I'm like these, what this is bad. This is bad. Why did I buy this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All so right, uh, the twi- yeah twin effects definitely don't recommend the second movie. <laughs> Avoid it like the plague unless you want to just put yourself to torture and be disappointed by a Jackie Donnie fight. I don't know. Maybe I would say just watch that fight and mm-hmm. judge for yourself whether it's good or not, because it's yep. not, yep. but you know, you can come up with your own opinion. Uh, the first movie. Uh, yeah. These characters are horrible. So just watch the fights. Cause I, I, you know, if you like Donnie and the choreography, I think uh, there are some, some good fights uh, where he displays that very well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's fr- I think it's free. I think it's on Tubi or, or something. So, yeah, it's easy to find. Right. Okay. Well, the second... I, I will say, just to wrap up this episode, if you're curious at all about Twin Effects 2, the second movie has the cheapest, like, MacGuffin in the, like, as a movie prop I've ever seen in a movie. Like there's like a, a tablet that the physical tablet that's like supposed to be like the that's the like made thing. of stone right yeah but it looks like it's literally made out of styrofoam it's like the cheapest thing i've ever seen on a, in a, a bigger budget film and then also the movie also has ta- a tasmanian devil basically just eating people and then oh that's right oh god that's so and and stupid. and chinese mole people who live on the ground the move, the second movie is fucking batshit crazy. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't think we even really summarized the like all the things that actually happened. But um, if you want something that's, I was gonna say like if you want something that's like batshit crazy and is like fun time, go watch it. But no, you will not have a fun time. This it's actually not fun. It, yeah. It's not fun. It's not fun. <laughs>